0: back to another edition of today's episode today we're talking about the first two episodes of justified city primeval on fx starring timothy oliphant the original show ran for six seasons i think it was like 13 episodes a season you watched them all right Mm -hmm. and so we're going to start off with a quiz about those just to test how good your knowledge is. like the story of them uh these are actually just straight up trivia facts um, Yes, about the story, but I want to see if you get them right. Ready? Okay. At the beginning of season five, Dewey Crowe was awarded a judicial settlement. How much money did he get? Was it three hundred thousand dollars? Okay, you got it. <laughs> Which character died in season four? Johnny Crowder, Bob Sweeney, Gary Hawkins, or Arlo Givens? Uh, Arlo Givens. Yes. When Robert Quarles tried to get Boyd to be his partner, Boyd said no and called Quarles a what? A Yankee? Carpetbagger. <laughs> Who killed uh, Helen Gibbons? Doyle,
1: Arlo, Dickie, or mags? Uh, Helen Gibbons? can you go through the names again? It was Dicky, Wait right. Yes, yeah. it was Dicky. Yeah
0: Which character was not a Crowder? Johnny, Boyd, Dewey or Bo?
1: Johnny? Nope. Oh, Boyd, wait, wait, what's the second one? Uh, Boyd. Okay, and the third one. Dewey. Dewey? Yeah, Dewey Crowder? Yeah, Dewey was not a Crowder. Yeah, it was Dewey Bennett. That's right. It was the Bennett family. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I still
0: can't give you an extra point for that. You were about to get them all, though. Uh, How did Boyd steal Markham's money? He blew open a vault. He ambushed a truck. He dug through an underground mine, or he kidnapped Catherine
1: and um, ransomed her. Uh, This one I'm not so sure about. Was it he dug through a mine? No, he kidnapped Catherine and uh, ransomed her. I didn't remember that. Okay, yeah.
0: All right, so you were four for six, but it seemed like the ones that you got, you knew 100%. What did you think of the original series? What did you think of the original finale?
1: Well, it's actually very bittersweet to me that Mayans MC, the series finale for that, is aired the same week that Justified City Primeval is also being aired. Because those two shows, I still remember it to this day, it was December 2013. And Sons of Anarchy was kind of the first show that I ever watched that I ever figured out about myself. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it was the very beginning of my sophomore year of high school when I started watching Justified. And I wasn't able to catch up to Justified as I still was to Sons of Anarchy anarchy but both shows i would actually give an eight to and i have a story really fast back in 2015 this is so long ago that indb used to have the message boards mm-hmm. and i wrote in my message i said justified versus sons of anarchy and even though and i still stand by this justified had a uh, way better final seasons than sons of anarchy did i still said that sons of anarchy was better than justified. It was the first one you watched yeah, yeah. And and Uh, out of 50 replies because it hit number one on the Sons of Anarchy and Justified IMDb page. Over 50 responses combined. Not a single person agreed with me. They all (laughs) either said that Sons of Anarchy and Justified were like uh, too close to call or that Justified was better. Not a single person said that Sons of Anarchy was better than Justified.
0: Yeah, well, I guess they were a lot of Elmore Leonard fans, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Did you ever read any of the books? No, but it was based off of only one, right? Like it was Fire in the Hole.
0: This this series itself is Based off one as well, too. Yeah, but I saw that. It, and, and Raylan Gibbons isn't even in it. Wait, like, what? He's not in <laughs> I think the author, again, uh, Elmore Leonard, he lost the rights to the character, and so he just wrote one that was exactly like it. Huh. And I think we've had a similar discussion about other shows that we've done. This has been compared a lot to Dark Winds.
1: Yes, I, could, I, could, I can see that comparison. Okay. I have actually mostly Dexter New Blood. Yeah. Obviously, the shows are completely different, but where Dexter had something to prove because no one liked season eight of Dexter, and it needed to have kind sure. of a different ending, Justified, I think, kind of proved itself just because the finale, which I can, I think is considered one of the best finales of all time. For, for a series, I sure. I saw that when I was on Wikipedia just to make sure I got the uh, summary for the finale correctly. It doesn't have anything to prove, so the fact that it's coming back... I Glad to see that we were going to get more Raylan Gibbons. But season five... So, wait, you went back and you looked up how the finale did? Yes. All yeah. right,
0: so so tell me about the finale and uh, how you felt about it, yeah.
1: Yeah, so season six, um, the first half is just kind of dealing with uh, Avery, who was the main villain that season, taken out by Boyd Crowder. And then also... Wait, you so had... Boyd Crowder, who is also a villain, took out the other villain? Yes. Okay. Um, because I think that uh, he stole Ava or kidnapped her or something like that. And Boyd and Ava have a tenuous relationship. Especially at this point and then Boone who is played by the main character of the black Donnellys was taken out by Raylan in the first 30 minutes But it really the uh, the like closing of the story arcs come at the uh, back half of the episode It's four years later and we see that Raylan he's hanging out with Willa now That's his daughter who was a baby throughout all of season six and then is now like four or five years old And we see that they have a good relationship but Winona, who is his ex-wife, who it, they had kind of been teasing throughout the whole season. They had like a will-they-won't-they they type of thing. We saw that that did not actually end <laughs> up working out. Winona has a different person that she's married to, but they still seem to have a better relationship than it seems like they even did at the start of the series. Okay. And it's kind then, of like Halting Catch Fire. Yes. We see also that he's out of Harlan. He's moved back to Miami, back to Florida, where he was originally in the I do TV remember series. that because I did see part of the pilot and I remember remember that he
0: did start off in, in Miami and it's weird because I always considered this such a Western, but now it takes place in Detroit mm-hmm. Called City Primeval. So, does it feel like it still is a Western? or, or, or I would still, yeah, I mean, I, I
1: would say the tone is no, actually completely the same as
0: Justified was. So, he goes from Kentucky back to Miami, and now he's in Detroit. Do they explain? Actually, I think you start this season off with him still in Miami, right? Well,
1: yeah, because we basically, Deputy Sutter, who we learn about in season five, he was played by David Kochner. I was hoping we may even get a cameo from him at the very beginning of this uh, episode, but we don't, because I knew it was going to be play- taking place in Detroit. He was kind of someone who helped Raylan get the job in Florida. And then he also learns that Ava is still alive and uh, visits her, much like he did in the first episode. She's kind of living off-grid at this uh, point. I, I didn't mean to pull you away
0: from the finale talk, though, because yeah. you still do need to talk about that.
1: Yeah, no, that's what I'm talking about. He, I he... thought you were talking about the beginning no. of this, because no, 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 you said is no. Ava. still
0: alive. I thought you were saying at the beginning of this series she was still
1: alive. No, no, no. Ava, at the very end of the season, is still okay. alive. And, vis- and he visits her on her doorstep much like he did in the first episode and they kind of have a conversation but he sees that she has had a kid in the time and it's Boyd's kid because Ava and Boyd used to be like uh, I think married even for a short time in yeah. the, in the and that's
0: who the villain of this new series is right? Boyd's kid? <laughs> Zachariah? No.
1: <laughs> well it's no. another Boyd. <laughs> she she does she she's like look you can arrest me like I know that but whatever you do just do not tell Boyd about uh, Zachariah she wants to keep Zachariah completely safe. Isn't and then, it similar
0: to some of Anarchy where Jax kind of like let go of his kid by the end. Yep. He was yeah, of, Let's no, like, get out of here, Aiden. Right? Yeah, but that's I mean, name. like again,
1: he's going to let Ava stay with Zachariah. Yes. He decides not to arrest her, decides that it would just be better if the uh, kid had a mom. And he, and he takes then, the law into his own hand a lot. Like, that's kind of his, his thing, even though he, yes, is, he is a lawman himself. So he does stretch the law a lot in the series. He even breaks it at some points, but he does always kind of have a respect for it. More than Vic Mackey. <laughs> much (laughs) Much much more than Big Mackey. And in the very end of the series, uh, what I saw on Wikipedia, some people consider the highlight of the series, is when uh, he goes to speak to Boyd one final time. We see that Boyd is much like he was after the pilot of the original series where he's kind of turned into a man of God. He's even a preacher at the jail and they have one final talk through the telephones. Um, And Raylan, he lies by saying that Ava died from the time of uh, them being at the barn, which, which was the first 20 minutes of this episode, to the four-year time jump, Boyd ends up believing Rayland, and then uh, he asks if Rayland really just came down to talk about uh, Ava dying, and then uh, Rayland is like, well, there was one more thing, and uh, Boyd says we dug coal together, which we saw a backflash of, I think it's the only time in Justified we ever saw a backflash of the characters, and we saw uh, Rayland and Boyd when they were younger, which happened in the pilot, Um, Yeah, it's sort of like they've been frenemies for a long time. And and
0: obviously, Boyd was supposed to die in the pilot. That's a well-known fact. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. Walton Goggins uh, actually did it as a favor, did the pilot as a favor for Timothy I remember
1: reading about that. And thank God they didn't kill off Boyd Crowder because he was the best part of Justified. I really enjoyed Justified, but Walton Goggins, that kind of put him on the map for me, at least.
0: But since Walton Goggins hasn't appeared in City Primeval, does that mean that the show suffers from it? I, because uh, they've sort
1: of replaced well, here's, him. And so I was so glad when I saw that Boyd Holbrook was going to be playing the villain of this series and because why he always is just a cool character, whether he be a villain like in Logan, which FX has been playing the hell out of, because I'm pretty sure they're wanting to advertise this as much as possible, or be the premise where he's playing Before Deadpool the, 3 or something. yeah. The, Okay. The, or the uh the best friend in the premise, even in that he's yeah. cool. I think it's something about his look. He was a good guy. Maybe man. it's just the glasses. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying that like no matter what. He was also in the Sandman. Uh, he played, yes, yes, right. And I think that he got a start off in Narcos or something like yes, that, right? Yeah, and I yeah. I never saw that. But I was glad. And I think that Clement Manziel, the character who is the, uh, who is the villain, who is played by Boyd Holbrook, mm-hmm. I think that he is one of the best parts of the show. So while I do miss Walton Goggins, it was c- kind of going to be impossible for them to bring Boyd Crowder, especially with everything they did in the first six seasons of him back. Yeah,
0: and then like as that. you said, he was religious by the end. So they would have to like pervert him again to like back again, to crime. Yeah. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) for like the 50th time. But the storyline, does um, uh, Clement Manziel, does he uh, parallel uh, Boyd Crowder's, um, like his violence... His, uh, his girlfriends, his mindset, like how much of that character is just the embodiment of it?
1: Uh, I would say that there's a good amount of, uh, Boyd Crowder. Yeah. Because he has a girlfriend named Sandy. And again, in the original series, really Ava and Boyd uh, Crowder, they kind of make up a team. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Sandy is even kind of helping him with the missions. If I just get into the episode, cause I really enjoyed the first 15 minutes of this thing. It was all action. We start off in the Everglades, uh, it's Florida and Willa, she is now 15 or 16 years old. Uh And within the first minute, we see Raylan Givens again, uh, and they are driving... The scene completely took me back to Justified. I don't know if it was just the way that the characters were speaking or what they were speaking about, but Willa is a lot like Loretta, played by Caitlin Denvers in the original series, where she always had kind of a dark side to her, because uh, Raylan is... Caitlin Denvers? Yes. The
0: one from Unbelievable?
1: From Booksmart, Booksmart. yes. Unbelievable, all that stuff. Uh, There was a lot of her character, Loretta and Willa, because they're talking about how Willa punched a girl and it broke her nose and rayland is apparently driving her to kind of an anger conversion therapy camp Hmm. Um, and within the first two minutes you already know something is kind of up because there's this car in the background that ends up uh rear-ending them and both cars go off road and then rayland sees two people hop out of the car behind him and one of them we learn later on his name is tyrone power he has a gun and then Raylan, if you seem Justified, you already know it's not going to end up well with these uh, bad guys either. He pops open the back of his truck after telling Will to stay in the car. Brings out a shotgun, shoots their car, and then turns to Tyrone Powers like, "Drop your gun!" and then handcuffs them. And then that's when we cut to Clement Man. And they're so, just cool with this, like they have their
0: guns out. Why wouldn't they be shooting at him? Because he has a huge shotgun. Okay, his so his gun big is way gun bigger. bigger. Yeah, and Tyrone,
1: <laughs> I think, is the only one that had a gun as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah we were already brought back to the justified world and then we meet Clement Manziel again I like his character but the first uh scene we, we see with him was kind of inconsequential to the plot especially because he ends up ditching the car that he takes from this guy who gave him a snide remark right before walking into a gas station he breaks into his car takes it but in the next scene he just throws the keys over the edge of this building <laughs> and he never uses that car again so it really showed that he was just a smug asshole but I thought that that scene was cool is he, he's he He's
0: got a huge, like, southern accent and stuff?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So that's what connected it to me to Walton Goggins' thing, because he was... Walton Goggins didn't want to portray the South in, like, a super negative light with his Mm -hmm. character. Yeah. But it seems like this character... Like, he's even more racist in the books, and he's
1: pretty racist here, right? If I remember correctly, I think this is 37 miles outside of Michigan, and the reason they go to Michigan is because Tyrone Power is from there, and Raylan has to drive him to the courthouse, but... So you're saying he's not Southern? I, I mean, I... He's just stupid. I guess it's just Boyd Holbrook's accent. I can't really tell. He has the same accent that he uses in Logan. So, it. it's, okay. so it's so it's kind of hard to tell. But then we get Keith David showing up after five minutes playing the judge. We're graced with his presence. I didn't even know he was going to be in the show. People
0: weren't <laughs> super big on the judge though, right? Like his personality didn't strike people. As I'm a... talking about
1: the actor. I know, I know, I, mean, I know. Incredibly but like, famous. But did you like the, did you like where his story went? Oh uh, Yeah, I mean, because I thought that whenever it dealt with the judge's story, that's what made the show... Or at least the first episode have such a quick pace. And zoom, he... zoom, zoom
0: me through it, because okay? So, said yeah. so
1: yeah, the, he unlocks his car with his phone. He's really old, so he's learning how to do that, and the car explodes. Mm-hmm. And then, oh we... wait,
0: but he's fine.
1: Yes, he's fine. Yeah. but the, someone, he said that in such a weird way. <laughs> someone is trying to kill him. That's the right. main point. But he doesn't care. He's determined. He's got he's, a Walter he, White on his on his back. He yeah. is still going to be going to court, even though everyone knows that he had a, an attack on his life this morning, and even. Though I like the court scene they did something kind of annoying by the very end of it So uh, they're really trying to figure out because Tyrone is there and he's from Michigan uh, what uh, punishment would be good for Tyrone because uh, Rayland and we meet Courtney. She's a really good lawyer here. Uh, uh, Boy,er for a lot of different villains in this show she's like a better call Saul Yes, she's trying to make the case that Raylan kind of ended up abusing uh Tyrone because he didn't bring him and his friend straight to the courthouse correct me if I'm wrong but the reason why Dewey Crow got the money in in season five was
0: because of something Raylan did right
1: it was because of the way that he had been treating him throughout the whole entire
0: series so it's not the first time that he's been reprimanded or where people could go after him because of how he's treated bad guys
1: yes and we even get funny interspersed scenes where we see that Raylan still try to, even though the bad guys are in the back of the seat, bring his daughter to the conversion therapy camp, but because they were so late they weren't going to allow them to. And then we see them even try to get like a lunch while the bad guys are still in the back seat. Mm-hmm. So that's what Courtney is trying to use. The thing I didn't like about the scene was when Willa is staring at her phone watching literally Keyboard Kitty, she's laughing a lot. And uh, and that makes Keith David's character, the judge, be like. Can you put her in a cell, please? And Rayland is like, wait, why can't you just let her stay outside? Why do you have to put her in a cell? And they exchange words. And then Rayland says something that took me completely out of the episode. He turns to the judge and he says, the attack on your life this morning, you need to ask yourself if it was just an attack or if it's a miracle. It hasn't happened more, which was absolutely crazy and not something that Rayland would say. As we've mentioned a couple of times. It's Rayland, by the way. It's not Rayland. Yeah, yeah, Rayland. Yeah. Yeah. We, as we mentioned a couple times, in the season 5 finale, when he's out, when literally his enemy, Dewey Crow, yeah. the, the dumbest character on the show is getting $300,000. Raylan doesn't bat an eye, yet here he literally threatens a judge and of course the judge then decides to drop all charges against Tyrone and put Raylan into a cell.
0: Well, it's ironic that he lost his temper when the whole point of his daughter's thing is that they, I, I assume they're supposed to be parallel. Yes. Like they're supposed to be the same person. But in bit.
1: seasons in like 6 seasons, we rarely Ever saw Raylan Lose his cool In the In the entire series Lose his cool And he threatens A judge here And like I said He's always had a respect For the law Even if he doesn't Always follow it sometimes Mm -hmm. Also I was kind of annoyed With Willa Because it's like If you are going to be You are 16 years old Your dad is on trial Uh fine, you want to watch a video, I'll give the show that, even though that's kind of a reach, but that you won't be aware that you're laughing and it's going to be interfering with the trial. I read some comments saying that she was acting more like a 12-year-old than a 15-year-old. Yes, maybe if you're 11 or 12 you could get away with it, but when you're like a teenager and like a mid-teenager as that, you would have better like awareness about you. Okay. Anyways, what ends up happening is, uh, Raylan, he is taken out of jail because he is going to be working with Detroit PD as to figure out who did the attack on the judge. And one of my favorite lines actually came when they figured out they did a house raid because they already have an idea of who it could have been. And uh, everyone is checking all around the house. Raylan is even checking and then he checks the floors. He pulls up a rug and he sees that there is a handle and he pulls up the handle and he says my favorite line in the first two episodes. He says, things that occur to you when you grew up in a mining town After that was after he found an underground basement. It was explained to the Detroit PD, obviously a reference to Harlan County. Where he just came from, they go down. They end up catching two people responsible for the explosion, and then they end up also catching the third person who was really responsible for the full thing um, by the mom kind of contacting authorities and uh, treating a lunch like it was just a lunch, but really the authorities show up and end so up. So a lot is happening the in guys. the first episode. Yeah, it was, and I was, I was enjoying how fast the show was moving uh, at a pace. What was the because, point
0: though? Because the whole thing about Justify was it wasn't just about the story arcs; that it was just one full story told over the course of six seasons. So what's the full story that's being told
1: Well, here? yeah, so uh, we learned that really the reason for the attack was because the mom and the judge at some point, I think even sometime recently had slept together and that was the reason why the person was so mad at the judge. But mm-hmm. this is this all goes to later on in the episode when Clement Manziel, he and his uh, girlfriend, like I said, his girlfriend Same. sometimes helps him out with the crimes. They are trying to rob this guy named Skender. We only ever see Skender, he doesn't say anything. But the judge inadvertently Inadvertently, when Clement is trying to follow his girlfriend to get to Skander's house and rob him, inadvertently gets in the way, and then he ends up losing trace of where Sandy has gone that whole night. And this is when we get to see how crazy Clement Manziel really is. Because he's- Sorry, it's Sandy as the girlfriend, not Sam? No, Sandy is okay. Around. No, no I yeah, did, yeah, I got confused. No, yeah. San- yeah, so, so he, we see how crazy he is. He's wanting to make the judge pay for what he's done. He's not even waiting to, uh, to get to the gate agent to pay to get the, to get out. He just breaks the arm and he starts racing after the judge. He starts swerving onto oncoming traffic. Traffic is coming his way. He's like dodging it, and then the judge realizes what is going on. And we know that the judge isn't actually a great guy either. Yeah, that's what Alvin people were guy. getting a little pissed off at. They were like, this guy. Personality strikes me the wrong way, but probably because he insulted uh the main character. Well, not, the main character also not, not only him, that his yeah. assistant, that is like 30 years old, mm-hmm. is with him in the front seat as well. So there's kind of questions as to what's going to be going on there, anyways. But yeah, Manzel is just chasing after him, and then he goes. The judge goes onto like kind of an isolated street, and kind of in those 1980s horror movies, drives into one of those uh those houses, or like at least a place right beside a house. Okay. Yeah, and, Like an alleyway? Yeah, an alleyway. <laughs> All <right. laughs> and we see that Manziel kind of passes by. And you already know what's going to happen. The judge backs out after he sees Manziel pass by. And Manziel just completely runs into him. Like T-bones him. Yes. And then gets out of the car... Uh, Menzel looks at him through the front mirrors. The judge dives towards the glove box and tries to get a gun but at that point it's already too late and Menzel shoots the judge and then very shortly afterwards uh, when the assistant is running through a park shoots uh, shoots the assistant and I thought the episode would have ended fine had that been the final yeah, scene. Yeah and from
0: the recap of like what the books were about it seems like it was following that kind of pretty
1: well. Yeah, yeah and I thought that it would have been kind of an eerie way to end off the episode because you just see. Manziel just kind of walk away and Mm -hmm. I thought that would have been fine but then we get like the final five minutes and that was okay as well we see that Rayland he uh, he sees the judge and he sees the assistant and he realizes they're not going to be able to go back because after they have figured out who had planted the bomb they thought that their like journey was over him and his daughter we're even talking about possibly going to Harlan County so I assume that's going we're going to get some cameos at the very end of this season uh, would you want to see Patton Oswalt again do you think he could make the show even better I mean Patton Pan Oswald's character was always just there, I felt I remember what his name was? Comic
0: relief. No, I don't. Oh okay neither do I because I, <laughs> I was just asking how about um who, who's the guy from Lost who showed up Jeremy
1: something or other they had a lot of people from Fisher me. though I thought no, no no it was someone else never mind they, yeah, yeah they had Dickie Bennett they also had Jeff Fahey that's the actual actor's name but this first episode I was really enjoying because it was action packed and it seemed like we actually had a place that the series was going to and I was enjoying it. I probably would give it an 8 out of 10 episode 2 I feel like is when things slowed down Sandy her character is probably my least favorite character out of the entire show so far. She's from Rectify and something else, but yeah. The right. actress is fine, but it's just her character doesn't have anything to do and also is the most normal, which it seems like is a weird complaint Like, to why have. would she be
0: dating a yes. crazy person if she was normal?
1: Yes, because also, not to mention in justify you had crazy villains. You had Robert Quarles, which is why his death is so funny to me. It was just as crazy as his character was in season three. But that allowed them to have so many different different uh different variations of I guess craziness that you were able to see throughout the series so how is she normal why is she normal she just has more of a moral compass than Clement Manziel has Clement Manziel has practically no moral compass in fact we even see at the beginning of the second episode he takes out like six characters at the very beginning which is a mix of drug dealers and people that he has hired so good guys and bad guys yeah well mostly just bad guys he the reason he took out uh the people that he hired is because he has some type of unspoken i guess respect for Sweetie. Sweetie reminded me a lot of Sugar from Banshee because they are both old African American men who own a bar and who work for people that are criminals even though Lucas Hood had more of a moral compass than Clement does mm-hmm. but it just seems like I. why would they be together? Like It doesn't really make a lot of sense and we focus a lot on Sandy and one of the things that's scaring me most about the show is that Raylan Givens and also the person that is working with Wendell who isn't that bad a character in and of himself it seems like if they're going to take down Clement Manziel, it's going to be because of something that Sandy has told them. Because they are, like, interviewing her like crazy, and she's just continually giving up information. Even if it's not things she says, it's through her actions. Uh-huh. And that's the reason why I'm like, I want to, I want Clement Manziel to, like, mess up some other way. Or just, like, maybe go after Raylan when I wasn't expecting it, and that to backfire somehow. It I don't want to be easy. just off of Sandy. Yes, exactly. No, I, I understand what you're saying. That, that makes sense. So, and and also, you follow Sandy for like a majority of this episode. She like is trying to get rid of the gun that uh, that Clement ended up using on the. So judge. she is
0: one hundred percent like she knows about her. Yeah, boyfriend. she was She's not hiding anything from. Sorry. Uh, she is hiding things. She's just also giving up a little information.
1: Yeah. But well, what, she was she she didn't want the boyfriend to kill anybody, but at this point, she's already kind of in too deep. How how similar is she to Barry's girlfriend in in that show? Barry's girlfriend. Uh, I mean, not at the end. Maybe yeah, a little the, earlier. I mean, I would say, well, no, because I like Sandy is okay with what Clement does. But she Hmm. just wish he doesn't go as far. Like, she was completely willing to, like, rob the person that she was uh, pretending to see. All right. So, at the very end of the episode, these were two scenes that I did thought work really well, and I was waiting throughout the first two episodes: Rayland and Manziel. When they're together, when the bad guy meets the good guy, those scenes are really entertaining. Of in course. fact, Manziel did something really dark at the very end, but it was also pretty funny. He, uh, he learns that his daughter, Rayland's daughter is living in one of the hotels mm-hmm. and, uh, and calls the daughter and acts as How does if he get
0: her number? Oh yeah, in the hotel yeah, he calls in the, the hotel. Up hotel. Oh yeah, number. he goes yeah. he well yeah, no, yeah. he
1: go he goes to the hotel, he says, I know my friend Raylan Givens, can you tell me the hotel uh room? Yeah, but when then... you said called in earlier you were saying she was on her phone, I was like, How yeah. do you get her like cell phone no, number? No, but no, it it was it's... it
0: was the hotel room uh-huh, absolutely. Number.
1: and then he acts as if he is a US deputy yeah. marshal and uh and when Raylan comes back, he goes to his hotel room, sees that there's a note left for him, he goes downstairs and sees that Manzell, who he's already met this Episode and is almost one hundred percent sure killed the judge and his daughter are eating. And Manziel, uh he... And this was like an intimidation tactic yes. by Manziel,
0: but he doesn't know who he's messing
1: not, with. Not only, not... <laughs> yes, because that's exactly what it is. Manziel even talks about the first scene of Justified where he's like, I know some stuff about you, Marshall. Like in that rooftop in Miami, which again was the first scene in the original series uh-huh. where he shot someone. And then even though Raylan tried his hardest to bring Willa up to the room and get her out of there, at some point he just loses it. He doesn't move. He does a thousand times in Justified where he takes back part of his jacket shows a star that's on his hip and his gun and just picks up Manziel and throws him outside and starts pumbling him which is something that we don't usually see but I, I enjoyed that scene a lot because Manziel doesn't even seem to care. Mm-hmm. That's how damaged his character is. He just kind of walks he's off. He's jokering it because he's killing
0: bad guys he's laughing as the main yeah. character is beating them up. He doesn't seem phased. The only thing is Joker didn't have like a normal girlfriend. There
1: was... <laughs> <laughs> he had Harley Quinn. <laughs> well I mean Harley Quinn was kind of around the beginning. But also, there was a scene that I'm pretty sure was just a reference straight up to the Godfather because the gun that Manziel gets in the first episode to kill the judge with is a, is a gun that's stashed in the uh, top or the ceiling of a bathroom, which I think is where uh, one of the characters yeah. gets a gun in the Godfather. They even mention it in the other show, the Godfather follow-up yeah, that the you the like offer. so much. Yeah, yeah they, they make reference to it there also. Uh, also, the, sh- the show was just shot nice because that was the end of the episode after he pumped Well, you Manziel. said that you
0: didn't like this. Second episode as much, but it sounds like the most entertaining scene happened there. Like again, intimidating through trying to get close to the daughter. Yes, would piss but anyone.
1: Uh, a lot of it, a lot of it, I was skipping because it was just when uh, Wendell and Raylan trying to interview Sandy, and Sandy just sometimes giving up details and sometimes not. There's even a side storyline with Willow where nothing happens throughout her whole story. I was wondering if it was trying to be a MacGuffin because Raylan says at the beginning of the episode for her not to leave the hotel premises, and then she leaves the hotel, and, and then she leaves the hotel hotel premises and i think you're supposed to be waiting for her to be kidnapped or something like that yeah but nothing happened that was the
0: thing that i told the full circle did well remember uh, the kid that was like supposed to be kidnapped he left with this other guy named joey and then they never brought him back which was amazing because most shows like to do what you're talking about which is like concentrate too much on just side plots when especially in a show that's bringing back a main character like um, uh, Timothy Oliphant, you want to see Timothy Oliphant.
1: Yes, yeah. and, I, and that's why I was a little scared when they introduced Wendell, because I was like, oh, are we not going to get like a really a good sense of Raylan in this series? And it seems like we do anyways. But with the side storyline with Willa, nothing ends up happening. She buys a Rolex for $7, and that's the most interesting thing until the end so of the far. episode. So far, yeah, okay. So I would give the first episode an 8, and the second episode a 7, and usually I would just split the difference and give the series a 7.5. But I'm going to give it an 8, probably nostalgia being a little bit at play. And also because I assume you're
0: going to watch the rest Yes,
1: I, I absolutely. Well, it's only going to be eight episodes, right? So it's even going to be a lot less than the, the 13 uh, than that a the normal season. episodes are, yeah. Yeah, but I, I'm going to give it an eight just on the hope that the series is able to kind of retain the same pacing that it did in the first episode and follow that more than the second episode was. Because usually when the second episodes happened in Justified, they would be slower paced anyways, so, that's also a reason. With the writer strike and the actor
0: strike happening at the same time, the big stories surrounding this thing actually has uh, has been um, the fact that Quentin Tarantino was uh, supposed to uh, direct, I think, the first few episodes. I saw you, that. You remember I that storyline yeah. from happening? Like, apparently, the Once Upon a Time uh, in Hollywood, that's when they first had those discussions. Yeah, because Timothy Oliphant is in that. Yeah, that's, yeah. And, yeah, and then also the fact that his daughter is playing the daughter,
1: like, you didn't know Wait, that yet? Wait, no, no. No, you're that saying that's his daughter. Wait, Quentin Tarantino's on daughter. Okay, his daughter in the I show. I actually had a I had a sneaking suspicion. I mean, her name would have been in the credits. But I I didn't I didn't actually Well, they they don't have any credits. In fact, that's one of the cool things. The first episode, much like Fargo with its 23-minute opening, takes 17 and a half minutes just to get to its intro, which I actually enjoyed. But you, you missed know? the song. Like I did. I was hoping that we would hear the song again and we don't. <laughs> but maybe in the maybe in the finale cuz this is a miniseries, right? It's not going to have a second season. I don't think so like it would take a lot for them to have to
0: adapt another one of his stories but but who knows um the the interesting thing about the title city primeval right is that the first episode is also called city primeval so it's literally justified city primeval city primeval (laughs) the second episode is like the Oklahoma something um Elmore Leonard you know that he also did get shorty right and he also was 310 to Yuma yes no
1: he's he's a well-established author in fact in the finale (laughs) in the finale of the series the original series uh, because I think he died during like I I think season four or season five or something. They do like a rest easy type of message for him. Oh, that's a rest in peace. Yeah. I see what you're saying.
0: Um, uh, anything with Raylan and his relationship status? Because I heard that that was a thing. So
1: actually something that got me a little bit more on Willis side was in the first episode. She does something really funny. We see Carolyn walk in, who again is the lawyer. And we learn in the second episode is the lawyer for Manziel as well. And, um, actually there's even a scene where they have a little bit of a tussle and we learn that Manziel must have something just on everyone. But, in the first episode, Carolyn sits down, I think, with a friend, and uh, Willa goes up to the bartender and asks to uh, give her the stupidest drink and say it was from Raylan. <laughs> so, no, so yeah. I saw that scene. I was like, okay, you know what? She it's not too. She's not too bad a character. So. And it ends up working or not? No. He, the, the second that Raylan learns about it, he he takes oh, her and he they leave. Yeah. No. he, he oh, They he... just leave. <laughs>
0: Um, IndieWire, Decider, Collider they all liked it. It has had a few mixed reviews like on USA. It had a two out of four. Um, but overall it has an 8.4 on IMDb right now. It seems that fans definitely want to see the full series before judging the I whole thing. I think that's a
1: good way to go about it, yeah.
0: And uh, yeah, other than that I think we've gone through Justified City Primeval. Mm-hmm. If, if you had to rate Justified Sons of Anarchy uh, Peaky Blinders, Banshee and Mr. Robot.
1: Oh, they're so different Five from shows. one another.
0: Yeah, I know. Uh, but how about how about main character wise, if they were, if if you had uh, Elliot right from Mister Robot, yeah. uh, who was who was Peaky Blinders? That uh, was uh, Thomas Killian. Shelby. Thomas Shelby, Sense of Anarchy, Jacks, uh, Justified, obviously Raylan,
1: and then Lucas Hood from Banshee. You're yes. saying which character is the best? If
0: no, I mean like which one would if if they got into like a uh, an argument, what would end up happening with all that? I think I, that I mean, that Thomas
1: Thomas yeah. Shelby is the most uh, smart. I think he's the most intelligent I think next is Raylan because he's just the most confident I would not trust Mr. Robot and any he's last and then I would probably yeah, he'd put, get he all he go inward <laughs> <laughs> I would put Lucas Hood probably second to last if it was a fight and I would probably Jackson put him last. first no Jax I would put in the middle I put okay. him smack dab at number three
0: that's good thanks for listening oh I didn't even end through throwing a uh, Vic Mackey in that but uh yeah thanks for listening we'll see you on the next episode hope you enjoyed this one bye bye